And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Senior office dog there. Relaxed, calm, oblivious to the world, although he's not really asleep, I don't think. (laughs) I don't know. Should we... Should we bring back the daily dose of dog? Maybe? I don't know. Deep in the bat cave where all is secure at the moment. Happy to have all of you with us, folks. We are live from the bunker. My name is Jason Hunt. I am the host here, the editor-in-chief, sci-fi-for-me.com. Thanks for being here. And I know there's a lot of stuff going on. It's Wednesday. It's noon hour on Wednesday, which means Midnight's Edge is going on. Uh, Carrie Smith has got her thing going on. Uh, So I am (laughs) completely fine if you are here in replay mode instead of live. Uh, That's fine. And you can leave a comment. If you are here live, you can join us in in the chat. Uh, there's the podcast version, which is now available. And, and, and I was able, <laughs> I was able to catch up and get all of the podcasts uploaded and we're caught up. So if you're listening, uh, to this as a podcast, welcome back because apparently our hosting service for the podcasts got some sort of an attack. Uh, I don't know if it was a DDoS or they got hacked or malware, or whatever, uh, but apparently they had a security breach of some sort, and uh, they had to take steps. So all of that is back. We're able to uh, we're able to upload our episodes again. So we're caught up. Uh, but that only highlights and reinforces my suggestion that at some point you should check the live video, <clears throat> check YouTube and Odyssey. So you don't miss anything. So there's that. Also, uh, social media, Discord server. So, uh, so yeah, the Discord server is where, uh, actually, I think the Discord is where I had uh, the, uh, the subject come up of what we're going to talk about today. <coughs> and it's, it is a rare... And I would say probably on almost never happens at all that I go and see anything on the Mary Sue. But we had the Flash trailer drop on Sunday. And we get our first real good look at Sasha Kaje at as Supergirl. And that's how she pronounces it. I went and looked. <coughs> I checked. She pronounces it Sasha Kaje. So she's playing Supergirl in the new Flash movie, the new DZ movie. And everything was fine until she says, my name is Kara. (coughs) And reactions to this Supergirl 
understandably have been a mix of various different things. But the reaction to the reactions over at the Mary Sue is typical of the Mary Sue. Completely misrepresents and misunderstands, probably deliberately so, what this reaction is all about. Now, I'm going to walk you through some things. Some of you know this stuff. Some of you don't. Because I don't know... We, we probably don't have that much of a mix of people who are not familiar with DC Comics type of thing. But this is, this is a kind of thing that's easy to miss because it was a very short-lived thing in the comic books. But uh, I think it's, it's worth an examination, especially given that it also reinforces... It also reinforces the notion that the people that are out there in civilian land, the normies, quote-unquote, they don't know anything about this stuff, nor do they care. But, on the flip side of it, they're going to look at Sasha Kaje playing Supergirl, and they're going to be a little bit confused. Hang on, wait a minute, I thought... And some of that comes from the fact that we've had Supergirl on the CW with CBS prior to that with Melissa Benoist playing the character. Back in the 80s, we had Helen Slater play Supergirl. And you have James Gunn making his announcement, and we're going to get Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. And, And in all of those portrayals, all of those presentations of Supergirl, she's blonde. And she's wearing a skirt. Now, the skirt's not big, not, not so much a thing, at least to me. But, all the way back to when Otto Bender created the character, she's always worn a skirt. <coughs> and if you look at all of the different Supergirls that we've had over the years, whether it's Kara zor or Matrix or Power Girl, because Power Girl's a variant of Supergirl. They're all blonde. It's no big deal. Okay, she's blonde. If she had been a brunette coming out of the rocket ship and say, Hey, Kal-El, I'm your cousin. Okay, she'd be a brunette. If she'd come out of the rocket being a redhead. Okay, she's a redhead. It's the consistency of the character throughout all of this time. She's always been a blonde. And Sasha is not a blonde. I believe she's Puerto Rican. So she has dark hair. She's not light-skinned, which is fine. I mean, she's, you know, she, she's, she's pretty enough. She's a good-looking young woman. But she doesn't look like Supergirl. At least not what everybody understands is Supergirl. Yes, uh, Keely, you're right. We also had Supergirl in the animated stuff. And she's a blonde there. So, the Mary Sue, in its infinite wisdom, (coughs) they decided to make a mountain out of molehill by reacting to things 
And their reaction clearly demonstrates that they have missed the point. And I would venture to say that they have missed the point on purpose in order to generate clicks and traffic. And as loath as I am to give them the attention, I think it's, it's important that the discussion gets framed properly when it comes to this version of Supergirl. <clears throat> because the objections to Sasha Kaje playing Supergirl are not about Sasha playing Supergirl. And it's got nothing to do with sexism, as the Mary Sue is wont to point out. Because the Mary Sue sees sexism everywhere. Because it's the Mary Sue. And I should have I should have ar gone through the archive link for this instead of giving them the click. But okay, we give them we give them the click. The headline: This is Rachel Rachel Leishman, and of course, automatically I know this is going to be framed weird because it's Leishman. The headline: Unsurprisingly, men are being weird about Sasha Kaje's Supergirl. Okay, so not just men. But you're going to be selective in your presentation of this. I already know that because I know what your bias is, Rachel. <clears throat> and I got to say, I'm, I'm really surprised to see, you know, you see this byline here by Rachel Eichmann. I'm really surprised not to see pronouns right there. But that's beside the point. All right, so going, going through this article here. Sasha Kaje is bringing Kara Zor-El, a.k.a. Supergirl, to life in the upcoming movie from the DCU titled The Flash. And from what we've seen of her, she's perfect. And of course she is. But because she's not played by a blonde woman with blue eyes, there are many on the internet who feel they have the right to say something about it by replying to Kaje's own excited tweet, and it's frankly disgusting. All right. Everybody who is on the internet has a right to say something on the internet. Let's just be clear about that. It's like Monday morning quarterbacking. You watch a football game on Sunday, you're going to talk about it on Monday, and you're going to say, well, I think they should have done this. I, th I mean, look at, the, look at all of the discussion around the holding call at the end of the game at the Super Bowl. And we've gone how many days, and people are still talking about that call. How many football games have generated all sorts of chatter about how the referees acted? Or Joe Buck and his and his play-by-play. -play. I mean, this is what we do. Whether it's on the internet or around the water cooler or anything. We talk about things that we experience them. And, and Did you see that? Did you hear about this? That's why people are finally figuring out that there's a problem in Ohio. Yes, the national media is finally starting to cover it, but it was the local stations that were doing it first because the national people were all worried about UFOs. And that conversation is coming here. Don't worry. We'll get to that. Just not today. Back to the article. The trailer for The Flash dropped at the Super Bowl, and now I sort of understand why there wasn't really a way to take Ezra Miller out of the movie. There are two of them in the movie. Well, yes, we knew about this, Rachel. For almost a year, 
we knew that there were going to be more than one Ezra Miller, Barry Allen's in this movie. Where have you been? <clears throat> Probably defending them in their legal woes. But the trailer gave us a lot to unpack as well. Despite the continuing conversation over Miller's future in the new DCU, which isn't going to... I mean, there is no future in the DCU for Ezra Miller, at least not, not now. Uh, including our first look at Sasha Kaja's Supergirl. Kaja is playing Supergirl in the upcoming film, and seeing Kara take flight on the big screen was emotional. Why? We've seen a take on Kara with, with Melissa Benoist and Supergirl in the CW, but the big screen is a different beast, especially since for years we've been given countless stories of Superman, who I love, taking flight. Seeing Kara get the same treatment, it's emotional. Um, Rachel, let me point you to a little movie called Supergirl, starring Her Helen Slater, which came out 40 years ago. Well before you were born, which just says, hey, you know, history happened before you were born, Rachel. Stuff happened back then. I'm just saying. And yet that Supergirl movie was not the best. Yes, snob, you're right. It wasn't very good. But I have to point out, it was the first time that we've seen a, a, a super Kryptonian story where the Kryptonian was vulnerable to magic. Which Superman is vulnerable to magic too. But we've never seen we've never seen that. It was it was a new thing, it was unique. And in that movie, Helen Slater's Supergirl was a blonde. Now, Carol her 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 alter ego, Linda Danvers, was a brunette, but Supergirl is a blonde. And somebody should tell Rachel that this movie exists. Whether it's good or not is beside the point. If you're going to start talking about the history of the character, you'd better do your homework. Continuing here. That joy lasted just a short while. Because, of course, people, mainly men, are being gross about Kaje's look. The obsession seems to be that Kaje is not blonde. And why does it matter? I do not understand this constant need for these characters to look like perfect recreations of their comic book source. There is so much in that statement right there that says everything you need to know about the the comic book industry and the the media what covers it i don't understand why we have to be faithful to the source material idiot i i i get it look this is an agenda driven post i i know that going into it but you sit there and you say i don't understand why we got to be faithful to the source material because, dummy, if I'm going to put Supergirl in a movie, I would like for that Supergirl to look like the Supergirl in the comic book so that when people come out of the movie, they want to go read the comic book. Marvel made this problem 
well, they didn't. Yeah, they made the problem, but Marvel had the had the problem where in the beginning of the MCU, they were making all of these movies about Iron Man and Thor and Captain America and the Avengers and all this stuff, and people go to to the comic book store to see these characters. They're completely different characters. You get up on the screen, Tony Stark is Iron Man, you go to the to the to the comic book shop and you got Riri Williams. You go in there seeing Bruce Banner as the Hulk, you go in there in the comic book shop and it's Amadeus Cho. You have Thor, Lady Thor, Captain America, Falcon. All of the characters have been swapped out at that point, and people are looking at that's not the character I saw in the movie. It's bad marketing. It's bad optics. It's it doesn't. Your 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 everything needs to align. And I hate to use the word synergy, but you sabotage yourself by putting something out there that doesn't cross promote into something else. Continuing here. Yes, in the comics and in the show Supergirl, Kara's a blonde, but Kajay isn't. So they just kept her as a brunette, and she looks great. So I don't understand the upset either way. Maybe it's because she isn't wearing a skirt that they're all so confused. Because, you know, how can we possibly tell Kara apart from Cal if they're both in pants? Insert an eye roll emoji here. All right. I have to, I have to remind myself... I have to remind myself that these are children writing these articles. And this whole insert an eye roll emoji here. Don't don't do that. Don't you think you're being clever? You think you're being sophisticated? No, you're being dumb. <coughs> The general thought process is that she just doesn't fit into their mold and idea of Supergirl, so they're all angry despite the fact they haven't even seen her in action yet. No, 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 no. It's not our mold of Supergirl. It's DC Comics' mold of Supergirl. Kara zor as depicted in the pages of DC Comics since she was first created, has been a blonde in a skirt. I mean, at least nobody's asking for the headband and the Farrah Fawcett hair. I mean, okay, we could do that. That'd be a look. And this is not see and and they're trying they're trying really hard to make it all about the fact that she's not blonde. And that's not my gripe. I don't care that she's not blonde. I care that they're calling her Kara. Because this is not Kara Zorel. And I'm going to get to that in a minute. <coughs> and then they start putting up all this, it's just a sea of Supergirl is blonde comments because they can't really say anything else about it. Well, we haven't seen anything else other than the images. We've seen the photographs and now we've seen her in the trailer. It, yes, Death Angels, Kara was in Smallville as well. You're right. Played by Laura Vandervoort. And blonde. 
And she had a skirt. She, eventually, eventually she had a skirt there too. She continues, if I see another man on Al Gore's internet bringing up Superman and him being the reason they cannot watch Sasha Kaze's Supergirl, I'm going to burn this place to the ground. Just burn your just burn your website. That'll be enough. Why is it that of why is it why is that of importance to Kara's story? It's not. We've seen how Supergirl can function in her own world without her cousin on Supergirl, and we know that eventually the DCU Kara and Clark Kent will probably meet. But we can meet Kara without instantly worrying about her cousin. That's okay. And I get it. You're all mad that Henry Cavill, a man crafted by the gods to play Superman, is no longer in the role. But what does that have to do with Sasha Kaji? It doesn't. And you're misrepresenting this. Because everybody who is sitting there getting upset about Henry Cavill not being in Superman, and I'm not going to watch this movie because of what you did to Superman, has absolutely nothing to do with Sasha Kaja playing Supergirl. What it has to do with is the fact that Warner Brothers, DC, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery and DC Films, DC whoever, sat there and said, okay, we'll let you have your cameo in Black Adam, Henry. And we'll let you tell the world via social media that you're back as Superman. And then we're going to pull the rug out from under you and we're going to fire you. James Gunn even acknowledged that Warner Brothers did Henry Cavill dirty. So this has got nothing to do with Sasha Kaje playing Supergirl. It has everything to do with the fact that the studio screwed over Henry Cavill. And the fans, whether they're Snyderverse or not are all reacting to the fact that Henry Cavill got played and was disrespected and was treated badly by Warner Brothers. It's got nothing to do with Sasha. Sasha could be one of the best people ever to play Supergirl. That's got nothing to do with it. And you know that, Rachel Leishman. But it doesn't fit your narrative. You want to make it all about the girl. Superman's story and Supergirl's story are completely different. And Supergirl's story doesn't necessarily depend on Superman, but they are connected because they're cousins. Sci-Fi <coughs> <laughs> Stops says, Give up on DC live-action movies. Come with me to the DC animated verse. You'll be much happier. I, you know, I, I still need to, I need to watch uh, the new Legion of Superheroes animated film that just came out with Supergirl, and uh, and and I need to, I need to watch that. I want to try to get that this, get to that this weekend. In between putting gutter covers up everywhere. I don't know how to tell you this, but Kara and Kalel are not the same. That's self-evident. And the fact that Kara is still associated with Superman exclusively when she's been around since 1959 is upsetting. I get it, they're related, but she can exist without Superman, and it's exciting to see her in this movie. So stop relying on Kaji's tweet and just wait till the movie comes out. I mean, she starts sounding like Alicia Silverstone's Clueless character. Like, as if... But they've got this one. They've got this one. Uh, this one tweet reply. One, one tweet reply. So of course they're going to paint with a broad brush and say, "Well, everybody's doing it." They got this one example. 
Sasha comes in. She's like, she's so excited. It's all caps. It's everything's great. She's, I mean, she is so excited to be doing this. And somebody says, sorry, can't support after what they did to Henry. Man of Steel deserved better. It has got nothing to do with her. Again, I mean, this this goes against what point Rachel's trying to make here in the first place. It's not about Sasha. It's about Warner Brothers and how they treated Henry Cavill. Not to mention the fact that Warner Brothers has kept Ezra Miller as the Flash. Now, granted, all of the stuff in the movie prevents them, really, from replacing Ezra Miller. I mean, that would be super expensive. And they've got this thing, this huge budget. They've got to, they've got to roll it out. James Gunn minimized it when he mentioned it in his presentation, and he said it resets the entire universe. So everything that comes afterwards, outside of maybe Aquaman 2, Blue Beetle can live all on its own. Blue Beetle's not connected to anything yet, as far as we've heard. Shazam 2 lives out there on its own, because the first Shazam movie was kind of out there on its own. So it's easy enough to fold that into the new continuity, because it's been kind of isolated to begin with. (coughs) But, it's not about this Supergirl being a brunette. It's about this Supergirl... Not being the Supergirl you think she is. And I will explain that right after this. Don't go anywhere. Our transmitters are made from hand-wavium. This is Sci-Fi for Me Radio. Sci-Fi for Me is about to take you on an incredible journey into the realms of science fiction, fantasy, and horror. Interviews with writers, filmmakers, artists, and actors. Conventions and fandom. Previews and reviews of movies and television. Sci-Fi for Me is working to be the most popular science fiction magazine in the solar system. Subscribe now and enter the fantastic world of Sci-Fi for Me, delivering the multiverse since 2009. Good morning, Multiverse. Saturday morning at 11, 10 Central, only on Sci-Fi for Me TV. Back live from the bunker, Jason Hyde here, along with everybody here who is in the live chat. I see Cam, I see Keely, I see Sci-Fi Snob, I see Wolverine 626, Mazerus, Death Angel Shadow, Death Angel Shadow, by the way, is putting the link to our Discord server in the chat now as we speak, right? <laughs> Put them on the spot there. And yes, we're on uh, we're on the Discord. I, it's it's one of these things where I was like, I got to do another thing, but it's actually, there are some, there are some pretty good conversations happening over there, uh, on, on the discord server. So join us over there for that. And, um, I want to get in here to this, to this bit about, about this being the wrong Supergirl. And I don't mean, 
I don't mean that Sasha's playing the wrong Supergirl. I don't mean that that she's the wrong person for the part, or or anything like that. However, uh, I do want to address, and this is something that I have been talking about before with the the normie crowd, so and so, and and how they're going to react to this because since 1959, Otto Bender and DC Comics created D- Supergirl, and Supergirl's been a blonde. So the the general public, whether they read comic books or not, they all are familiar with a blonde Supergirl. Helen Slater, Melissa Benoist, the everything, all the animated stuff, every every kind of image anybody's ever seen of Supergirl, she's been blonde. The skirt doesn't matter. She's blonde. Kara Zorel is blonde. And now you've got this character. <coughs> And people are going to sit there and go, well, wait a minute, I thought Supergirl was a blonde. Well, yes, Kara is, but there is another Supergirl who's not. And that is where we run into issues, what people are reacting to and responding to here. Because in the trailer, she says, my name is Kara. And if, if that's the case, then this is the wrong Supergirl. Now, when everything started, when we first got pictures of, of Sasha in the costume, the internet blew up with speculation about another Supergirl. And that's the Supergirl that everybody was expecting to see. Laura Lane Kent. Now, for those of you who are listening to this as a podcast, I want you to look up Laura Lane Kent because she is a dead ringer. Sasha Sasha Kaje is a dead ringer costume, hairstyle, and everything for Laura Lane Kent, who's had a very, very, very brief run of appearances in the pages of DC Comics. (coughs) She's an imaginary character to begin with. Not, not, not just she's a fictional character, but she's an imaginary character within the story. She is the daughter of Clark Kent and Lois Lane in an alternate reality in the Injustice, the pages of Injustice. And this is her, this is her look. This is what she looks like. She's got the, she's got the, the short hair. And she's got the big the big shield on her chest that goes into the cape, and she's got uh, she's got this kind of of imagery here. She this is this is from the pages of Injustice, and you see the costume here. She looks like this is this is what everybody was figuring. Oh, is Sasha playing Laura Lane Kent? There's, I mean, it's the the costume is almost a, almost a mat. I mean, it's got some red red boots instead of blue, but this is this is who we see in these movies, in 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 the in the Flash. <clears throat> Laura Lane Kent. Now, Tom Taylor, who created Laura Lane Kent, along with artist Bruto Redondo. He he posted when the first photo showed up. He's like, "Oh, she looks awful familiar," and everybody was assuming. And I I get it. There was this was an assumption, and there was a lot of speculation that she could be playing Laura Lane Kent because multiverse, right? We're doing Flashpoint. 
So any we've got two Batmans. We've got two Barry Allens. We're going back to see Zod. We're, we're multiverse. <clears throat> so it's perfectly fine to see a different Supergirl. A Lara Lane Supergirl. Lara Lane, uh, Lara, Lara Lane Kent Supergirl. Because multiverse. And people are primed to accept the idea of a multiverse because we just went through a multiverse with Spider-Man and with Doctor Strange and with WandaVision. And Star Trek's given us a multiverse. And, you know, we, we have this notion of the multiverse. And even in Star Wars, Carl Weathers has said, oh, I'm happy to be part of the Star Wars multiverse. So we may be getting a multiverse right in that, too. Regular, everyday people understand multiverse <clears throat> to, th- to a certain extent. And we figure, okay, this is, this is Laura. So in the trailer, when she says, my name is Kara, eh, hang on, because that's not Kara, that's Laura. Why are you, why, why are you doing this? <laughs> Wolverine says, I'm surprised Clark didn't name his daughter Martha. Well... <laughs> There is that. But, you know, at the time, here we have all of this speculation here. This is from this is from June of 2021. This is how long this has been going on. We have been speculating on this for for almost two years. How Superman's lost daughter predicted the Flash as DZEU hero. This is this is and basically. okay. so Injustice is a is a is a is a video game. And it flowed into a comic book series. Basically, the premise of Injustice was the Joker had contrived somehow uh, to get Superman to kill Lois Lane. Whatever that was going on or whatever. And so Superman kills the Joker and says, that is it. I have had enough of this and decides that the only way that people are going to get along and, and everything's going to be fine is if I finally decide I'm going to be the Kryptonian god you all want me to be and I'm taking over the planet. And of course, some some superheroes are, are okay with that and they're on his side and some, like Batman, are not. And so Injustice sets up this battle between the superpowers where you have Superman being a despot driven by rage and grief, and you have Batman uh, setting up as his his nemesis. It's like, Clark, you're taking this too far. You can't do this. In the pages of the comic book that came afterwards, there's an imaginary dream sequence story where there's kind of a what if, hey, if if Lois had lived, here's what kind of would have happened. And so you have Laura Lane Kent coming out of that story. Now she's been she's been shown in a couple of other places. She's been featured in a couple of other places. But people have been speculating that she's Laura Lane Kent. So of course, naturally, we're going to sit there and say, here's another you know here's another article, comicbook.com. And here's a Reddit thread. Her name is Laura Lane Kent. She's Superman's unborn daughter who would have had a daughter that he would have had 
In Injustice Universe, if Lois never died, is seen as the Injustice comics while Superman's in a magical deep sleep and sees what would happen. So everybody sees Sasha Kaje's Supergirl and says, Laura Lane Kent. And then she says, my name is Kara. And you have a record scratch moment because everybody sits there and goes, well, wait a minute, that's not right. That Supergirl, Kara, is blonde. This Supergirl, Laura Lane Kent, looks like Sasha. Or Sasha looks like the character. Dead ringer, haircut and all. So why call her Kara? This is, this is an opportunity here. Let's introduce it. You could have some synergy here. You could have some marketing marketing alignment. You know, promote the video game. Promote the, the comic book that was based off the video game. Why call her Kara? Because Kara is blonde. Lara is not. You have this character. Sasha looks exactly like a character that appears in the pages of the comic books. The guy who wrote the story even made a note on Twitter saying, hey, she looks pretty familiar. And everybody who is familiar with all of this would have been fine if she sat there and said, my name is Lara. But even then, your regular people out there are expecting Supergirl to be blonde. Now, those of us who know, we can sit there and say, well, yeah, there was a variation of Supergirl that was Superman's daughter, and here's her character, and here's her history, and DC Comics has an opportunity here to sit there and go, well, this is, this is the Supergirl we're using, not this one over here. This is another Supergirl. This is multiverse Supergirl. This is a variant, right? We've got that word now, variant, from Loki. Everybody understands what variants are. <clears throat> At least anybody that's, that cares enough to pay attention to this stuff. <clears throat> so you can sit there and say, this is not Kara, this is not Superman's cousin, this is Superman's daughter from another timeline. Done. But now you're causing additional layers of confusion by calling her Kara because everybody knows that Kara is blonde. And that's not what this girl looks like. And it's not about sexism. <clears throat> it's not about, you know, my masculine feelings. It's about fidelity. It's about faithfulness to the source material. And the source material is Laura Lane Kent. She's right there. She's right there for you to use. And you're not. Why not? <clears throat> That's the question. Why not use Laura Lane Kent in this thing? Especially since once this is all over and said and done, we're not going to have anything else with her, at least not in the foreseeable future, because when James Gunn comes out and makes his big announcement that we're getting Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, Cara Zarell is a blonde. At least in the artwork that he used, because that's we're adapting that book from Tom King, who used to be in the CIA. 
I would expect because James Gunn is pretty good about you know being a being a comic book fan. He's already making noise about Superman's red trunks. I imagine we'll get the red trunks back. <clears throat> and I've already given you a, a possible theory, a, a way you could make that work in the story. But I imagine we'll get blonde Kara in Woman of Tomorrow because that's what she looks like. Will we ever see Sasha Kaze again? Maybe. Multiverse. Elseworlds. We've, we're introducing Elseworlds into this now with, uh, with the Batman Part 2 and Joker 2 and, and uh, uh, Constantine 2. Wolverine says, I miss Superman's emblem on his cape. That, yeah, I, I imagine it's probably, it probably has something to do with the CGI. I'm guessing, <clears throat> because the solid red piece of fabric is easier to animate. That's a guess on my part. I mean, nowadays it shouldn't be that complicated. But again, you get back to who made the costume. If the Kryptonian made the costume because it's an alien super suit, whatever. But if if Ma Kent made the costume, sure, put the put the symbol on the back too. Why not? <coughs> Thanks, my mom made it. Uh, and somebody, yeah, Wolverine's. You're right. This the suit that Sasha's wearing looks like Lara's Lara's suit. Um. Do, 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 let me let me scroll through here because I saw a couple of people making making something. Uh, did I watch the Rack the Rakuten uh, Super Bowl commercial? I saw it. This is the one with Alicia Silverstone doing her clueless character again. Um, <clears throat> am I ready for season three of Superman and Lois? Yes. Uh, I'm curious what they're going to do with Bruno Mannheim. Uh, I'm curious what they're going to do with the new Lex Luthor. Uh, uh, was it Michael Cudlitz is is the new Lex Luthor, and uh, we've got a new Jonathan Kent, uh, a new actor playing Jonathan Kent. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out, and and what that does. I've been very happy, very pleased with uh, Superman and Lois. Uh, that that show, <clears throat> that show gives you uh, gives you the idea that there are. Every now and again, there are people that actually do believe that we should be somewhat faithful to source material. Um, Wolverine says the sci-fi series Krypton was the last project that included the house glyphs on the capes. I am okay. I didn't. I see. I didn't watch Krypton. <coughs> I probably should go back and look at it at some point, um, but I haven't seen it. Um, do, 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 what else? What else? What else? Uh, Cam says DC can't get one universe right. <laughs> what makes you think they'll get a multiverse right? They can't do one. Well, I we'll see. I mean, James Gunn he gets a whole new uh, a whole new board to to write on with this stuff. He and Peter Safran. And if WDW Pro's report is is accurate as far as the rumors that he's hearing, it doesn't sound like the new DC Universe is going to be as cohesive, a all one universe, it's all connected 
uh, the way it has been before. And the reason for that they hear, uh, the reason for that WD Pro is hearing, is that it's going to make it easier to sell Warner Brothers Discovery uh, when it comes time to sell Warner Brothers Discovery because they're not going to be loaded with this bloated, uh, massive, one-story universe that they get stuck with with the continuity that they have to continue after the sale. I don't know. I Your mileage may vary on that kind of stuff, but it's... <sighs> Again, my my bingo card is fill in the blank uh, for 2023, but probably for for now on uh, with all of this stuff. But it's it's not so much the fact that Sasha Kaje is playing a, a a brunette Supergirl; it's they're calling her Kara when you you're everything about the look of this character says that she's a different character, and it doesn't have anything to do with sexism. I mean, Supergirl is Supergirl. They're both girls. They're both female. It's it. <clears throat> that particular look, that costume, absent the skirt, that costume that that Sasha is wearing is Lara Lane Kent. Kara Zarel has always worn a skirt. If you're going to be consistent, if you're going to be faithful to the comics, blonde and a skirt for Kara. Lara looks exactly like Sasha. And I have to wonder why they did it that way. Stop says she looks like a boy. She doesn't look like a boy in some of her Instagram posts. I'll tell you that. And I think part of that is the... I think part of it is the the harness in the suit. Because <laughs> some of the stu- some of the photos we saw that harness uh, that harness for the for the flying rig um, may may be having a, having an effect on her figure a little bit. I that's speculation on my part, but anyway. Uh, Death Angel said, "Would be interesting if NBC Universal Comcast bought Warner Brothers." Um, Comcast. I don't know that Comcast would do it. I don't know that Comcast has the money. Uh, Valiant Renegade was speculating on this the other day, and they were talking about it. Apple is a contender. Amazon is a contender, although Amazon just bought MGM, so I don't think they would be looking to buy another one. Um, Apple could probably be the only one, and the way they were talking, you know, Apple buys the thing and goes, go let you do your thing. Go do your thing, we'll just take in the money from it. So that might be a possibility because I don't think I don't think Apple is going to want to touch Disney for a while. That may be what Bob Iger is intending that Disney that that the Apple buys Disney, but I don't think I don't think Apple is going to touch Disney right now because of all the toxicity and the and the politics and the the bad mojo around there. Because right now, Disney Disney's a lame duck. Disney is not doing well financially. Even if they're making some cuts and they're making some adjustments and they avoided the proxy war with Nelson Peltz, they're still in trouble financially and they have to make some decisions that are going to hurt. And I don't think Apple wants to have anything to do with it. I, I, I think Apple's looking at it going, thank you, no, we'll pass at this time. We won't, uh, we won't be the ones to, to save your bacon. <clears throat> 
Uh, Wolverine says they probably made Sasha Kara because the creatives are either clueless or or stick it to the fans. I don't I don't see this as a stick it to the fans, um, because there there are <coughs> there are the movie the movie viewers the movie watchers the the movie audience, and then there are the comic book readers, and the comic book readers are significantly less a a piddling percentage of that audience you know you're probably doing good 300 350,000 people read comic books at all i mean there's there's not a big audience for comic books and the people that are going to the movies they don't know buckus about any of it and like i said they don't know they don't care but in this particular case a lot of people are familiar with Kara as a blonde, so there's going to be some confusion there, which is the opportunity to sit there and go, hey, multiverse, different different Supergirl. But they're not doing that. And as far as the creatives being clueless, maybe. <clears throat> Although, I don't you know, to hear Grace Randolph talk, War, uh, 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 Walter Hamada was all over this and, and should know everything, right? I don't know. <clears throat> Yeah, Snobbis is, yeah, Blonde Supergirl has had six seasons on TV and was played by uh, Melissa Benoist, who was on Glee. So there's an audience coming in there. Crossover with The Flash a few times. So, you know, part of that whole Arrowverse, everybody knows her you know, and, and has seen her in the crossover episodes. You know, the big crisis, all these different, all these different stories, plus uh, CBS, the, the first season. So people know what Supergirl looks like. And think about the, the famous cover from Crisis on Infinite Earth with, with Superman holding a dead Supergirl, right? Everybody knows that picture. So people know what Supergirl looks like. And Sasha doesn't look like that Supergirl. She looks like the other Supergirl. A different Supergirl. And it doesn't take very much. You can sit there and go, this is, this is a different Supergirl. This is Superman's daughter. One line. One line. That's all it takes. <clears throat> anyway. The Mary Sue being the Mary Sue. <sighs> Gotta love it. I have to wonder, though, how many people are actually paying attention to the Mary Sue anymore. I, I, I caught a... There was a, a discussion thread on Twitter. Um, and I don't remember who it was. Uh, it was a comic book artist in London was asking, are there, any, are there any comic book news sites that just do news? That just do straight news anymore? Everything looks like it's an opinion thing or a gotcha or a, 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 a clickbait type of thing. And the guy who started uh, Comic Book Resources chimed in. He said, well, that's what we used to do. But, you know, the the, the tracking and the analytics told us, you know, all of the stuff that anybody was reading were these top ten lists and top five listicles and all this stuff. And it kind of devolved. And I wanted to jump in and say, you know, we we kind of do straight news on our stuff, but I didn't want to jump in because <sighs> political alignments and ideological alignments being what they are, 
as soon as you chime in on anybody's discussion thread, somebody's going to take a look and say, are, which side are you on? So I'm just, you know, I'm avoiding the drama. But it is interesting that you've got people in the profession who are sitting there going, are there any, are there any straight objective news sites anymore? ICVT, uh, ICV2 is pretty good. Um, that's the one I think would probably be the most objective that I've seen so far out of all of the ones that are covering it. Uh, you've got comicbook.com or is it comicbook.news or whatever that is. And we do comic book news. We don't do it as a, as a sole focus. We're not a comic book news site, but we do have comic book news on, uh, on Saturday morning as part of Good Morning Multiverse. And I would like to do more news coverage of comic books in the comic book industry and manga as in is included in that. Uh, but, you know, limited resources. We don't have money. We don't have manpower. So we do what we can when we can. And I do the best we can. So <clears throat> having said all of that, <coughs> let me throw this up here because we do have... Uh, let's see, where is it, where is it, where is it, where is it, where is it? Where'd it go? There it is. Good morning, Multiverse, Saturday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 Central. <clears throat> where you can find the week's news headlines. We, uh, we offer up a digest of all of the different headlines in science fiction, fantasy, horror, video games, comic books. We don't get all the news, but we get as much of it as we can. So uh, I want to invite you to uh, to join us over there for that. And, of course, this show, Live from the Bunker, is on weekdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 Central, Monday through Open Line Friday. So we do want you to join us for that, especially if you're listening to us as a podcast. I do want to invite you to check out the, um, the, uh, the live video uh, Keely asks, can anyone imagine what if Jason owned a comic shop? Funny you should ask that, Keely. We have not talked about a comic book shop, <clears throat> but I have told Mrs. Boss that at some point the retirement plan might include running a used bookshop. I have, I have kicked that idea around uh, mainly as kind of a get off my lawn, I'm just going to go off and do my own thing and get away from the Internet type of thing. But uh, a used book sh bookstore, bookshop, bookstore, I'll say it, I'll say it like Sean Connery, a bookstore, um, <clears throat> that has appeal. That has an, a, a lot of appeal for me to, uh, to sit and run a used bookstore. So it isn't happening yet, but you never know. Uh, in the meantime, <laughs> we'll just keep doing this, what we're doing here. We're coming up on 14 years in a month. So uh, I don't know that we're going to plan any kind of festivities or anything. But, yeah, we've been doing this almost 14 years now. So, All right, connect with us over on social media, all the different social media platforms there. You can see the video platforms, Odyssey, Rumble, YouTube, Twitch. Join our Discord server. Continue the conversations over there. A lively bunch, but we could use more. Uh, there's a newsletter you can sign up for. The Subscribestar account is working again, so you could support us that way if you want. You don't have to. And that's it, folks. Thanks very much for being here today. <sighs> Leave us a thumbs up on the way out, and we will be back to do this again tomorrow. Remember, the media hates you. The politicians hate you. Everybody's lying to you. And there are four lights. 
This has been a presentation of SciFiForMe.com. Copyright 2023 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. You're listening to Sci-Fi For Me Radio. 